0: One of the biggest reasons why we continue to have wars on this planet is because the average person exists within their own state of narcissism. And that individual narcissism is really also part of a collective narcissism, which is how all of us got here through our conditioning. And so we see these archetypal power dynamics showing up within our governments and our politics and our money and social and economic systems. So we really allow psychopathic narcissists to run world governments, specifically in the western world, which are colonizing and waging war on the rest of the world for global domination and control. The narcissistic military-industrial complex is a profit-seeking and making machine which continues to function because the average person exists within their own state of narcissism. There is a massive collective wound around betrayal and abandonment, which spills out into all facets of life. It impacts every choice that we do and do not make at a very deep and subconscious level. This global and collective state of narcissistic relating is literally an epidemic, and what led us to relating this way to one another is like i said being socialized through narcissistic paradigms especially in the western world so i'm just going to be incredibly blunt and say that the majority and i mean the majority of people are narcissistic it exists on a spectrum a very very big spectrum but we all fall somewhere on that spectrum and yes, a lot of us are out here working to love ourselves and be in good relationships with others. Holla at your boy. <laughs> proud of us. Um, proud of anybody out there who's learning how to have better relationships and learning how to love yourself. So, the degree to which we are, feel, and express that love towards ourselves is really the degree to which we can make decisions that are not only just beneficial to our own best interest but to all others as well. It's this ability to learn how to have ourselves and others. We have all been conditioned by our experiences which tell us on a very subconscious level how we feel about others and how we act in relationships, whether that's a relationship to a friend, child, parent, lover, animal, the environment, somebody from another culture, race, gender, religion, politics. And so we're all running around with these core wounds around quote unquote others And we end up being a part of our own destruction as a human family and we do this by reenacting our wounds of separation with one another and our healing is in enacting our reconnective experiences with one another and truly unfurling the truth within ourselves. This is the greatest task of our time, love, true love, the ability to take another person as a part of yourself while also not abandoning your own best interest assessing compatibility and finding win-win scenarios these are all things that most people did not learn how to do yet the benefit of us unlearning our conditioning like i was saying allowing the truth to unfurl within us cannot be underestimated because that's really where our power lies as so so many of us learned that love belonging connection attention resources and money are all scarce and so most of us became very easily enslaved to whatever it was that promised us freedom whether that's becoming enslaved to one another through relationships and trauma bonding enslaved to our own personal trauma and internal war whether that's the 1% who are enslaved to their false gods or power or the majority rest who are enslaved by the 1% or enslaved to fighting each other, the belief that most people are unsafe and are out for themselves is not a conscious one. And a lot of us formed this, just like I said, through that socialization process which means that we just think that this is how all relationships are. We're walking around believing that this is how the world is and thus we do not feel safe. When we feel unsafe and disconnected from people around us, we have to find strategies to exist with them while still trying to get some of what we need. So, so often we are living in reaction to when there is no security safety and belonging and we lose touch with ourselves and obviously with other people too so you see when you exist in a parallel perceptual reality from another person but you already subconsciously know or believe that they're not going to be able to perceive you you cannot trust that person because how can you trust somebody who can't perceive you if somebody cannot see you hear you or feel you they cannot actually love you which means they could actually hurt you and not realize that they are doing that so it's very healthy for us to try to remove ourselves from a situation where somebody could harm us but like a caged animal we often retaliate with one another or we try to strike first to protect ourselves if we fear that we are in danger And so we go back and forth in this state of narcissistic protection, which is really coming from deep fear and disconnection. And the only way that we break this cycle is by choosing to take ourselves and others as a part of ourselves, which means also honoring differences and finding win-wins, not playing zero-sum games with one another. But this is the greatest challenge of all because... Taking somebody else's best interest as a part of your own, it seems simple enough, but it's how easy is it to do that when somebody that you're trying to take as a part of yourself isn't taking your best interest into consideration. So you can see how easy this is, right, to step back into that state of fear, which may in some situations mask itself as hate, which is actually fear. People think that hate is the opposite of love, and it's really not. The hate... Is a cope, it's sort of a cover for the fear. So fear is the opposite of love. Hate is the byproduct of the fear as we push away what we don't understand or what we feel is unsafe. And so anger or hate is that protective mechanism covering over the fear, like I was saying. And this is where we, you know, can speak and act from a place of separation, which causes that domino effect or reactions from others right so we're going back into that cycle of reactivity and it's really through stepping into the seat of awareness into the observer that we can start to see how we've turned against ourselves and one another and see that the only way that we are ever going to truly find peace on earth is if we really learn how to love and understand and embody what that actually means and it isn't just this pleasant process. It is like I was saying, this may seem simple, but this is truly the greatest challenge of all. And yet somehow we are perfectly suited for this challenge. If only we remember who we are. are. We are love, oh baby. And not in just a loving-like kind of way, in a fierce way too. Take care of yourselves.